0: Welcome to Fresh Coast Jazz Backstage, the show that gives you a chance to hang with today's top contemporary jazz artists. I'm your host, Carl Brown. Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's episode of Fresh Coast Jazz Backstage. You know, we're sometimes in life, we're lucky enough to encounter people who have been blessed with some truly, truly special gifts. And today's guest is one such person. His grandfather gave him a Yamaha keyboard when he was just three years old. And since then, he's gone on to develop some of the most moving and enjoyable music of really our lifetime, and his relatively young career, and he's just getting started. He's in his early 20s, but this young man has already released three albums, scored music for film and television and stage. He's working on stage production now. Toured the world and played at some of the most iconic venues and jazz festivals, including Carnegie Hall, the Apollo Theater, Lincoln Center, the Playboy Jazz Festival, and the Monterey Jazz Festival. In addition to that, he's been featured on shows like The Today Show, 60 Minutes, and in a really cool commercial for Apple. His music incorporates stylings of jazz and gospel and classical and popular music, and let's just say his music gets and keeps your attention. Please welcome to the show today, piano and keyboard virtuoso, Mr. Matthew Whitaker. Matthew, thank you for coming on today.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Thank you.
0: It is absolutely our pleasure to have you. I got to tell you, you know, as I was preparing for our interview today, I was going back and listening to your music. And I must say that it took me on an absolutely wonderful musical journey. And I was really struck by the complexity of your compositions and the many layers to your music. And you know, quite frankly, I you know, like I I know we've known you, or I came to know you as a jazz musician, but really after going back and exploring all your music, I was kind of like, oh, it's really hard to put a label on 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 what he does. So, how do you describe your music, Matthew?
1: A really good question. I would say, music that that brings people joy and happiness, and I would also say as well, whatever I feel like doing, that's that that's what I want to. Yeah. You know, record.
0: Yeah, that's cool, and I get that because, like, when I listen to your music, like I said, it's so hard. It's like I think we have, and I, I think it's we sometimes in the industry have this desire to put people in a particular box, right? But you, you defy the boxes to me, right? And I, I think that may be a part of that. You know, you're doing it what you're feeling like doing at a particular time, huh? Oh yeah. Yeah, so I can hear lots of different influences in your music, clearly. Thank you. Who are some of the musicians that you enjoy listening to and who you say may have inspired how you do what you do?
1: It's a really good question. Uh, there's so many people on that list. Uh, I would say definitely Dr. Delaney Smith. I would also say Jimmy Smith, uh, Jimmy McGriff, all the Jimmys. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs>
1: Charles Erland, Robert R- Scott, Art Tatum, Oscar Peterson, Mulder Miller, of course Jody Francesco, Chick Choya, Herbie Hancock,
0: Yeah.
1: And you know, even people like Jordan Rudis. Uh-huh. He's one of my favorites as well. But there's so many other people. There's so many others, but that's the view.
0: I'm curious, like, you know, like what like how do you search out new music? Are you listening to new stuff all the time? Are you one of those people who like I talk to different artists and different artists are different way. I have some artists that I talk to who are like, Oh, I'm always listening to for new music. And other artists are like, This is what this is my career and so I'm doing music all the time. When I'm done working, sometimes I don't want to listen to
1: music. How are you? I would definitely say that I really just like to listen a lot. Okay. So if it's something I hear at a car, I just try to, you know shazam it on my phone and then just add it to my library or you know just doing some research on a particular person on youtube or something like that and and Uh just and then just going through that okay
0: okay so you're one of those constant people who's constantly like listening to and consuming new stuff that's cool though thank you so I saw a clip that you did an interview where the interviewer played a real tiny snippet of a song. And just hearing that tiny snippet of the song, you were able to just play like...
1: Oh, that was the that was the edition one, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, like, when I saw that, I thought to myself, like, that's amazing, one. But then, like, you know you have special—you have a special gift. Like, when did you know that, hey, I really have something special here? When did you realize that? Because I'm sure you had people telling you that. But when did you, in your mind and in your heart, say, yeah, I got a really special gift that I want to be a caretaker of?
1: I think I realized that when I was young. Because I still remember when I first went into my first carol lesson with my teacher, at the at the FMDG music store for the blind and visually impaired, I still remember you know the first lesson where we actually went through the black keys on the piano. We went through the first two set, okay, and then we went through the set of three black keys. And I remember just being able to play back what she what she was playing. Mm-hmm. So,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I became the youngest person to join the store at that time. Okay, and wow, I think that's what I realized. And, and then as I got more confident in doing you know shows and performances in front of audiences you know I I realized that even more
0: yeah that's awesome that is fantastic well let's take a listen to one of your songs Uh, how about we take a listen to the song A New Day sounds good all right Was our guest today, Matthew Whitaker, with his song, A New Day. Matthew, tell us a little bit about that song and how that song came to be and why you why you did that song, why you created that song.
1: So that song actually came out as something that I actually started doing. <laughs> so a pretty funny story. So it was a church service that I did at my church. After that service, we, we, had, we had a little outside gathering with food and you know, other things. But then after that, I I just went home and I heard these phrases of a song in my head and I was like, you know what, let me just record it. You know, I just got my, my, you know, and at the time I just got my microphones for my drums set up in my studio. So then what happened was, I was like, let's do a little test and, you know, record something. And so I'm recording this, and it just all came to me, you know. So yeah, I was recording this song, and usually nine times out of ten, I start with drums first to get the foundation down, and then I add everything, and then I add everything else on top of that. But really, I came up with a few different versions of the song over time, and then the song is really just, you know, telling people, look, it's always going to be a new day, and... Always do your best to be positive about it.
0: Yeah, that's fantastic. It has such a great message. But a lot of your music has a a really important message to it, too. And, yeah, I mean, I think that's... I'm assuming that, you know, when you, like... Clearly, you're writing about things that touch you to a degree, right? And when you're co- putting together your compositions, like, are you inspired by are are you inspired by all different types of things, or are is it more? An inter, in, are you inspired by things that make you more introspective, or can you be inspired by most anything to come up with an idea?
1: Honestly, whatever. <laughs> I mean, it was just one time I think a few months ago um, where my band, my band was doing a show, and after the show, we found this whiteboard in the hallway, like toward, close to where the dream room was, uh-huh. and they just started writing different rhythms on there, and they were trying to, you know, clap them, and meanwhile, I was in the dream room at the piano just playing, and I heard them trying to clap this rhythm out, okay, and I started composing around that.
0: okay okay so your your mind's always working you're never taking any time off you're just you're always thinking about and doing music right (laughs) right Right. 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 exactly do you prefer being in the studio or do you prefer being out on the road touring
1: either or you know uh, each each experience is very unique Mm -hmm. so i love both
0: okay when you're on the road do you have a pre-show or post-show routine that you follow or or
1: no I would say definitely pray before we go on stage. Yeah. <laughs> Always pray. But that's pretty much what we do. You know, we we just sound check. We we have food if we have it and then yeah, we just have fun. Okay.
0: Okay. Cool. You know, I'm not surprised to hear you say definitely pray cuz I got to tell you, I, you know, obviously I Man, you you be taking folks to church, man. <laughs> <laughs> you be taking trouble. Ch- I mean like I I've I've listened, I've seen some of your performances on YouTube and stuff and really it's like Sunday morning, man. It's like and and it's so cool because you just like I feel what you're doing, right? Like like music, I think, great music makes you feel something, right? You hear it, but I think really great music makes you feel something. And man, some of the gospel stuff I've heard you play, it is just absolutely phenomenal.
1: Thank you so much. I really appreciate that.
0: Yeah, so clearly church has been a big influence in your life.
1: Yes, definitely. You know, I I, um, I still go to New Hope Baptist Church, In Hackensack, New Jersey. Mm -hmm. Our pastor is uh, Reverend Dr. Drew Kendall Ross. Okay. And he is amazing. And shout out to everyone there, all the staff and and the visit ministry. And I'm also a minister of music there. So, yeah. Cool. I did not know that
0: about you. So, are you Matthew Whitaker there or are you Matthew Whitaker
1: there? (laughs) Good question. Good question. Well, I mean, um, you know, I always, you know, uh, you know, growing up, I'm, I'm always taught to be humble. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. You can tell that you can tell that that's your a part of your spirit, man. You can see that very clearly and how you how you operate and how you carry yourself. So curious. So like when you how much does when you're doing a show. How do you feel one when you walk out on that stage? Are you excited? Are you nervous at all? Are you just like let me at it, I'm ready for it? How are you you know what's what's going on in your head and your heart before you go out on stage?
1: Oh man, a lot of things. The really the the only time I'm really nervous is like when I'm doing a show in a location I haven't been in Okay. Yet. or you know if it's like something that's like and Similar to that, it's a scenario that I'm sort of new to that I can get a bit nervous here and there. But for the most part, you know, once I, once I start playing, I'll be fine.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. What are you hoping
1: that audiences experience
0: when they're at one of your shows, Matthew?
1: Great question. I really feel that, and I hope that audience just leaves happy and full of joy and mm-hmm. just Overall positivity, and you know the audience really helps the, the, the performers on stage, in my opinion, because we give a lot to them, and you know as long as they're giving back to us the energy, that's what helps everybody.
0: Yeah. So you've you're 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 holy. You're twenty. Is it twenty three? 22. 22. Okay, so you're 22 years old. You've already toured all over the world, and do you are there? Do you notice different things about
1: audiences in different countries that you've been to? Yeah, like especially in Europe, like you know, people are really into the music there. And I'm not saying people in the United States are not, but there's and you never know, like on the on the individual people in the audience, even you know, but as as a collective, you never know which what audience you're gonna get.
0: yeah 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 yeah. that's cool that's cool well let's take a listen to another one of your songs that has a really important message how about we spin stop fighting sounds good awesome All right, everybody, that was again our guest today, the incomparable Matthew Whitaker with his tune Stop Fighting. And Matthew, got to gotta ask you, you know, clearly that song has a really, really important message. And what was it that caused you to sit down and say, hey, I want to create this song. I want to write this song.
1: So that song came about after I heard about the news of George Floyd and Breonna Taylor and, and then more and more and more news of people just being abused for no reason really mm-hmm. and then I started thinking look this is nothing new this this has been done before yeah all, all over the world yeah and it still is now I mean look at Israel
0: yeah exactly exactly
1: so this song I wrote because I wanted to bring the message of look we don't need this anymore yeah stop fighting yeah, <laughs> you yeah know yeah you know yeah yeah and and it's just like like why are we like, what is the meaning behind? Wait, wait, wait. Why? Why do you have this feeling inside of you of just going around and causing destruction? Does this really, this is really what it what comes out to it's destruction from people, it's destruction from police at times and high authority, and destruction from a family point of view? Like, yeah, yeah. I've heard a bunch of things of, of unfortunately, like family. Scenarios <laughs> where you, know, so, you know that's been happening, you know, mm-hmm. so just take a chill pill, this is yeah, stop. Yeah. Stop. yeah, yeah. I
0: you love know? that. The take a chill pill, and you're so right, man. But like, that's you know, there's a level though, Matthew, of bravery in creating music like that, right? And I, you know, like, you look at some of the greats that. Like you, un- you clearly already at at twenty two years old understand the power of the platform that you have. It
1: appears to me. Thank right? you. I appreciate it. Thank and
0: you. well, it's true, and it, it's easy. It's easy to create music that doesn't take a stand. But when you create music that does take a stand, it just happens to be really good music as well, right? That's using that platform for the greater good, you know. So kudos to you for recognizing it and understanding too that, you know, I do believe myself. Now I'm a, I'm a music fanatic. To a degree, but I do believe that music is one of those things that has the power to to change, change lives and change change the world. Quite frankly,
1: yes, definitely. I I totally agree on that. You know, I was saying to someone recently. You know, music can make you feel a lot of different feelings, and it can it can. But at the same time, it can also be a thing of healing.
0: Mm hmm. Mm hmm. It certainly can. It certainly can. So what is it about jazz that made you kind of gravitate towards that genre? I mean, like you, like I said earlier, you know, clearly I hear gospel and I hear classical and I hear jazz and I hear other influences in what you do. But what was it about jazz that made you say, I'm going to explore this genre more?
1: I guess the main thing that I love about jazz is the fact that it can be whatever you want it to be in the moment, mhm, and you can be free with with what you want to do mhm so and then on top of that, you know really have to worry about, oh, this is the structure, yeah, and you gotta play this exactly now there's some moments where you know it's like that. But still, you know, even in those moments, you can still do you. And, and, that, and that's something I always tell people. Always do you. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. So, Matthew, we have this game we like to play on the show. It's called Bout It or Doubt It, okay? <laughs> so, if you're Bout It, it's something that you're down with. And if you doubt it, it's something you're not quite feeling. Can we get you to play today? Sounds good. Let's do it. I If
1: no you Bout It, get them up. I mean, you bought it I mean, you it uh, I, I
0: represent.
1: It's, 99. it's, 99. it's
0: I doubt it. All right, Matthew. So we're going to spin the wheel. I'm going to get you a category and then we're going to ask you a couple of about it or doubt it questions, okay? Sounds good. All right. All right, Matthew. Your category today is food and beverage, okay? Oh, okay. About it or doubt it, Italian food. About it. Yeah. Okay. What are some of your favorite
1: Italian meals? Definitely pasta (laughs) and pizza. I've also been to Italy as well. Yeah. And, you know, and that's where, you know, that's the source right there. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: You know. So do you remember any of those great meals you had in Italy?
1: Oh, yeah. Like, you know, like all, the, all the various pasta slash pizza stuff. hmm You know, what's interesting, you know, just to get off a bit of a, the Italian train a little bit, th- their orange juice is so fresh. Really? It's, okay. Yeah. Fun fact. Yeah. It's like, like the freshest uh, that that I've had.
0: That's cool. It's funny how when you travel around, how certain things can be a little bit different. Like, I, like I love the coffee in Mexico, right? Mm. Like I love Jama- I've had Jamaican Blue Mountain coffee in Jamaica, which is said to be like yeah, the best coffee in the world, people say. But there's something about the flavor of Mexican coffee to me that wow. I've like, it's like it's just amazing. And I'm not a huge coffee person. I I like coffee, but I don't do it often. But man, Mexican it's like you and the orange juice in Italy. The Mexican coffee is just it just for some reason tastes better than any coffee I ever had.
1: You know, it's funny, I'm not that much of a coffee guy either. Like I'm more of a t- person but i'm all about experimenting you know so maybe one day i'll find a good flavor of coffee that i like
0: (laughs) yeah yeah so okay so you're gonna be in milwaukee in a couple weeks i don't know how much time you're gonna have when you're here but if you get a hankering for some italian food you let me know i got a buddy who owns an italian restaurant that is absolutely phenomenal so you let me know okay i'll get you a hookup okay Let's do it. (laughs) All right. All right. All right. Let's ask you one more about it or doubt it. How about about it or doubt it? Soul food.
1: About it.
0: Yeah, man. Like I knew. See, I knew that was going to be about it because when you where you talked about your church and the Reverend Doctor, where you said, you know, the pastor is the Reverend Doctor. Like, I know you have some good soul food now.
1: (laughs) It's the Reverend Doctor ones. Yeah. Right. 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 It's the Reverend Doctor.
0: Mm hmm. Reverend Doctor ain't having no bad food in his church.
1: (laughs) And and he's from Baltimore. And so he's from Baltimore. <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. So okay, so <laughs> what what do you like to throw down on with the soul food?
1: Oh man, I mean, everything. Okay. Imagine uh, cheese. Let's see. Crab cakes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stuffing. Yeah. Uh, potato salad. All um, right. Cornbread. With corn too. Run, you know, run I, it I, down, I, man. You know, I like either or, you know, without corn or with corn inside. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, so many others: sweet potato pie, apple pie, yeah. anything, anything sweet for me.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, okay. Okay. Um,
1: did I say stuffing yet?
0: You did, man. You did. Okay. I, I'm I not did. mad at you.
1: <laughs> That's how it is. <laughs> turkey, chicken, any, any chicken, any turkey.
0: So, um, Matthew, we're know. making people hungry out here, man. Mm. We're making people hungry, but that's okay. That's all right. So did you yeah. What, Okay. Yeah. Now do you cook at all?
1: No. Okay, um, okay. No, that's that's a little bit tricky. Yeah, okay, um, okay. Some people in the barn community can do it. You mm-hmm. know, others it's a bit tricky, you know, yeah. but you know, again, you know, I'm learning. Yeah. I yeah. Did, a few months ago, I actually did make some pasta myself a little bit and and and, and my mom helped me
0: so yeah but
1: i did the most i did most of it
0: okay was your mom the cook in the house or was your dad the cook in the house growing up
1: all of them can really you know mom dad my sisters my brothers you know uh, they all can church yeah
0: okay now how big is your
1: family so i got two brothers and one sister Mm -hmm. Uh, and then all of them are older than me okay and mom and dad and me, and family is pretty big, you know, like my mom's side, she's from the Dominican Republic, okay. so that's why I get all my, when you hear my music, that's why I get all my Latin influences from and all that stuff, and the food is amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And on my dad's side, you know, he's from the Virginia, so that's uh-huh. where all the soul and gospel and all that stuff.
0: Yeah. Now, are your siblings, are they musically oriented at all, or are you the musician in the family?
1: So, my sister actually dances. Oh, great. You know, she was the dance leader at our church, uh, actually. And she still dances, too. You know, she teaches kids, and she's also a teacher as well. And one of my brothers is in the Army. Uh He's currently stationed in North Carolina right now. Okay. And the other brother is actually um, someone that actually works with a lot of computers and technology and stuff like that. So oh, great. He, he, you know, he, he helps with fixing them and, you know, making sure that they're running smoothly and, and a lot of other things.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. So, you've already scored music and been a part of film, television, and stage production. In fact, I think you're, as aren't you in Pittsburgh right now working on a stage production?
1: Yep, and tomorrow is the last show.
0: Okay. Tell us about the show and tell us about your role in the show, Matthew.
1: So, as of this recording that we're doing, October 11th is the last show, which is sold out. It is of Billy Strayhorn's Something to Live For. And I am the music director for the show. And I'm playing, I'm also playing in the show. So, I'm playing piano, organ, and auxiliary keyboard parts. And I'm also Uh an arranger of the songs. And also I did a bit of the orchestration as well, but yeah. most of the orchestration was done by Bruce Tauflin. And okay. um everybody has been super supportive and a great team to work with. And I cannot wait for the next one.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. And it's that a good awesome. to go that,
1: You know, it's it's new, it's brand new. Okay. Never done before. All that stuff. Yeah.
0: So are we going to be able to experience Matthew Whitaker on all these different platforms going forward? Like, do you plan on continuing to be a part of scoring film and being a part of stage plays and creating your music and even even act like you act in a TV commercial for Apple, which is an amazing commercial, by the way?
1: Thank you. That was fun to do. Yeah, definitely. I would love to continue to do that. And, you know, speaking of Apple, you know, shout out to them for always letting me help with providing feedback for accessibility with their products and stuff. And, you know, I always love reaching out to developers and companies, making sure that their products are fully accessible. Mm Because if they're not, you're losing out on a lot of potential people that would love to use your product, right? So.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I think if anybody, if you haven't seen that Apple commercial, just go to go online and, yep, and youtube and, and or and something you, and
1: you can type in the greatest yeah it's called the greatest and, and there's even if you just go in your regular search engine if you type in the greatest apple and auto uh, article will pop up as well right right waiting really are and yeah and there's a bunch of cool info and for all my blind listeners out there there's a version with audio description so yeah fantastic be-
0: <laughs> fantastic yeah i matthew i my career was in advertising before i Started producing a jazz festival and hosting a podcast. And so I used to make commercials for big companies. And you know, I know what goes into it, but man, that one is an amazingly done commercial. So everybody, you will enjoy checking that out. So go check that out. So your career is still very, very early. You've accomplished so much. Have you set other goals and milestones for your career or are you? Just like you said earlier, are you just I'm doing the things that I want to do, and it's, it's, are you just going to let it take you where it takes you?
1: Whatever God says. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: So you mentioned your dad being from Virginia, your mom being from the the Dominican Republic. What was playing in your house when you were growing up, man?
1: Everything really, uh-huh. you know, from jazz, gospel, R&B, to salsa, to bachata, to merengue. And everything in between.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's cool. That's really cool. When you aren't making music, what do you do to have fun? What do you, How do you like to spend your time when you're not busy doing all the many things you do?
1: So one thing that I tell people is, you know, I, I don't let my disability stop me. Yeah. <laughs> so I actually love doing rock climbing. Oh, cool. Specifically, specifically indoor rock climbing. yeah. I also love D. M. as well, okay, and bowling, and you know, I also love video games too, you know, and and that's 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 one thing that's actually been really fascinating to see grow, especially this year. Like, there's been a, a few major major games that have been coming out that's actually accessible for blind users, okay, and which is great because because now we. In the blind community, can play with friends and family and whoever else we want to play with yeah. without having that barrier of, oh, this is not narrated, so we can't use this, or this too have been implemented better, you know, and it's a bit tricky for us to decipher what's happening. No, right? These companies are finally starting to realize, look, we can play too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm so proud of all these major companies coming together and doing the thing.
0: That's awesome. And
1: again, I would love to help out. You know, there's still some that I wanna work with. Yeah. So I'm ready. Whatever I can do to help to make a music product or app or a game or whatever, you know. Yeah. I've done it before, you know. So Yeah. And I know I try to Gotta help. So,
0: you know, it's interesting because as I was, you know, I I think that you bringing this up, I'm going to I'm going to ask a question on it because I don't you know, like I think that it's so great that you are an ambassador for others who have a disability. But I got to say this honestly to you. I don't look at you as a person who has a disability. I look at you. To me, when I experience you, when I have all the interviews I've watched with you, I have seen you as someone who has different gifts that are very, very special, right? And I love the fact, though, that you are making people conscious of the fact that, hey, we all come at things from a different perspective and a different point. And so making things accessible for people who have to approach from a different point or want to approach from a different point is something that we should all be mindful of, you know?
1: Exactly.
0: You know, I was, I was struck a couple, we, I, I produce a jazz festival in Milwaukee and I was talking to our team who at our venue that we have the jazz festival at. And I was at a, another concert venue and I was concerned that people who were in wheelchairs were relegated to the back of the hall. And so I told our team, I said, I want to make sure that people who are in wheelchairs can come up front and have seats up front. I don't want them to be relegated to the back of the hall because that's just not, you know, like we need to be mindful of that, you know. And I love the fact that you are working so hard to make sure people understand
1: that. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. You know, having just giving people access to move where they want to move and do what they want to go, you know, that's it's really something that that, that needs to be at, especially in theaters and various venues and, you know, whatnot. And I'd say, you know, when I was in Japan, something that I loved a lot, I was in this theater and it was in the hotel that, that I was staying in. Mm-hmm. And on the seats, there was Braille. Now, and hmm. I haven't come across the theater yet here. Yeah. Anywhere else. That has Braille on the seats, yeah. Like in the seats themselves, yeah. That is so helpful because it's like mm-hmm. when you're walking with somebody, you know, and they're trying to find the seat, and you know th- those numbers and letters are tiny, so yeah, yeah, it's hard to see them, especially if the lights are not super bright, right? Exactly, and you know, and then eventually everyone, everybody just, just gets lost, and then trying to find the. Staff to help them out, but then the staff is helping someone else out. So you gotta wait your turn.
0: Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm.
1: If people just think about okay, from the get go, how can we make things accessible? Yeah, yeah. Well, on the chairs, made sure if if there's print on the chairs, made sure it's large print, mm-hmm. or put it in multiple spots and varying you know sizes of lettering, so it's like. You know, yeah, you have options to look at visually what's happening, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, wheelchair access, audio description, sign language interpretation. You know, the list was on and on and on and on, you know, and make sure it's a, it's a safe environment too, you know, yeah,
0: you know. I'm sitting here and I'm listening to you, man, and I'm thinking to myself, okay. God gave this young man these musical gifts, but God gave him a whole lot more. And this young man is probably going to change the world. Your music is going to be your platform to be able to to be able to make us more conscious, to be able to make us more mindful, to be able to think about, you know, just the just the world that we all live in. And how can we live and coexist in this world in the most compatible way possible for all of us?
1: Thank you so much. That really means a lot. Thank you. Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: So what advice would you give a young person who's interested in getting into the music business, Matthew?
1: Follow your dreams. Do not let anyone tell you you can't do something. Yeah. Work in a craft and always just be you and have fun.
0: That's awesome. That is fantastic. Thank you. That is fantastic. Well, we got time to listen to one more of your songs. How about cool. we listen to your tune, Journey Uptown? Cool. All right. And again, everybody, that was our guest today, uh, Mr. Matthew Whitaker with his song Journey of Town. So, Matthew, I have a couple of questions I like to ask all of our guests, okay? So, the first one is, you're having a dinner party and you can invite any three people to your dinner party, living or deceased. Who are you inviting to your dinner party and what's on the menu?
1: Oh, my goodness. (laughs) (laughs) I got to
0: stump you, man.
1: I don't know. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Okay, okay. I would say, can there be musicians as well? Okay. Of course they can. You know
0: Anybody what? you want to invite. Your party.
1: I want to have my guy Jordan Rudess on there. Uh-huh. I want to have, oh, my gosh, someone, Stevie Wonder. Yeah, okay. And one more person. Let's go for, I know he is, you know, deceased right now, but. Yeah. Dr. Lonnie Smith.
0: There we go. There we go. That'd be a nice party. So, what's on the menu then, Matthew?
1: A mixture of things. You know, Uh I love it. I I love when the restaurant or whatever venue you go to is like has like has variety. Yeah, they they, they can do like everything. Yeah, you know, so from Italian to 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 Seoul to everything in between.
0: Okay. All right. That sounds like a great party. That sounds like a fantastic party. And another question I love to ask everybody, Matthew, and this one is totally—I'm gonna—I'm gonna be honest and say this one is totally me cheating because I write down the answers to this and then I go back and I and I experience what they tell me. Right? Well, my guests tell me your favorite three albums of all
1: time. Okay. This might shock some people, but um, <laughs> because why did you start listening to metal? Uh-huh. But look. There's a lot of information in this music that I love. Yeah, Metropolis Part Two. Okay, by Dream Theater. Uh huh. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Listen by um, Rachel Flowers. Uh huh. She's w- one of my favorites. She's also a very talented blind composer, ar- arranger. Okay. Multiple instruments. And one more. Let's see. Cross-country tour, um, all of them, <laughs> by uh, Amit Jamal.
0: Okay. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Cool. Yeah, there's so many more favorites, but...
0: Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Anything that's that's on um, on repeat on your playlist these days that's not in those three albums?
1: Not in those three. I would say... Tortoise by uh, EOP. Okay, okay. Cool. <laughs> yeah. I'm still kind of, you know, learn that, and I and it's it's a ch- It's a good challenge. Uh huh. <laughs> a lot, a lot of moving parts in that one. Yeah.
0: How much time, Matthew, do you spend practicing every day?
1: When I was younger, I used to like have a set schedule, mm-hmm. but now I just I just play. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, it could be any time of the day.
0: Okay. Okay. Well, I I, I gotta tell you, man, like. I've really enjoyed having this time with you. Tell our audience what you've got going on for the rest of this year and next year. And tell our audience how they can get information about your music and your tours and all that stuff.
1: I gotcha. So I'm going to be in California. Uh, this coming Thursday, as of this recording, uh, I'm also going to be at my church. We have Family and Friends Day uh, on the 15th, which is Sunday. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, we, um, we'll have service and then we'll have some activities outside and food as well. It's going to be really fun. And on the 17th, I'm going to be in New York at the Peter Norton Symphony Space. Cool. Um, this is going to be um, a benefit concert for FMDG. And it is. Absolutely, going to be a fantastic show. I am so excited. My band is going to be there. Awesome. We're going to have some students from the program be be a part of the show as well. All blind. All right. All blind. Yes, I got some shows coming up in Europe in November, and I'm going to be working on a few more projects here and there in the studio. And you know, and stay tuned. We got some music coming out hopefully next year. Fantastic. Um, It's a tribute to some of my favorite origin heroes. Oh, great on their shoulders. Okay. On their shoulders, origin tribute. And the website is www.matthewwhitaker.net. Uh, for those who need spelling, it's M A T T H E W W H I T A K E R dot N E T. You can find all my links to my social media pages and, music out of the box now here this and and coming soon on their shoulder uh, on their shoulders origin tribute and there's also a form where you can get in touch with us as well and yeah so blessed and honored to be a part of this uh interview and can't wait to see y'all in in, in milwaukee
0: yeah man thank you so much for taking time today i know you got a bit super busy schedule and you got all kinds of things going on but man we so appreciate your time we so enjoyed our conversation today and i'm telling y'all everybody if y'all if y'all don't know this young man's music y'all are missing out on a treat y'all need to get online and y'all need to find his stuff and download his stuff and sit back in your easy chair turn it on with a cold beverage or warm beverage whatever you prefer and just let it take you away because it will do just that thank you man for everything that's our show for this week Be sure to check out our website, freshcoastjazz.com, to sign up for our email list so you can stay up on what's going on with contemporary jazz. We'll see you next time on Fresh Coast Jazz Backstage.